And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win in any marketplace. As we always say, we want to educate, entertain, enlighten, and we do that by bringing on our expert contributors. These are the finest folks in all of Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we've assembled, we vetted, and we bring on the show. For example, today we've got our cryptocurrencies expert, Jackson Shimbakar, on the program today. We're going to talk about cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and where people are moving their money now that the uh, Federal Reserve and, and the Treasury Department are printing so much money, and there's $2 trillion worth of pork floating out there. Uh, we also have attorney Millie Athanason in studio, Athanason Law. Uh, we're going to talk about family law, divorce as well, and, and some of the hiring criteria. You know, hey, what questions, uh, what questions should I ask uh, an attorney when I'm thinking about hiring them to walk me through this process? And also, we have Doug Levi as well on the program today. He's our insurance expert contributor, uh, TampaBayInsurance.com, strategic insurance. And we have a feel-good story of the day. This is God's miracle baby, world's most premature baby, given 0% odds survival chances, celebrates first birthday. So there's our feel-good story of the day. And this segment is brought to you by Veteran Gutters. Big shout-out to Brandon Porter and his team over at Veteran Gutters. They do such a great job. I'm getting great feedback from some of our listeners and folks in the community about Veteran Gutters. Brandon Porter and his team, They, if you're looking to put gutters on your home, they're American-made products, and he is is a veteran. He served our great country and reach out to the consumer hotline here. We'd love to put you in touch with uh, any of our expert contributors. 813-750-0550. You can call or text the hotline. 813-750-0550. And also consumerqb.com is our website. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors at consumerqb.com. Also check out our YouTube channel. 1200 plus videos on on YouTube now eight years of programming and you can really get a lot of great information there from our 50 plus show partners attorneys cpas financial advisors lots of great companies uh, that are represented there that all have that number one goal to help you understand your buying decisions and help make you a more informed and smart consumer the consumer quarterback show consumerqb.com now my wife Lindsay and i also own our top we're a top one percent ranked real estate team here in tampa bay there's twenty five thousand realtors we're in the top 200 and we would love to talk to you about our properties that we have listed here uh, in tampa bay we've got a, a property on bel-air it's a property that's 117 14th street in bel-air uh, this property just hit the market 1.2 million dollars great opportunity professional photography coming we're going to put that on the show uh later in the program, but we do have photography for 1200 Gulf Boulevard. This one is 1805 1200 Gulf Boulevard. This is a $2.6 million listing of ours at the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, Meridian Condo on Sand Key, gorgeous property, resort style amenities. This is the VIP executive style living that you would expect from a top tier uh, location here in Tampa Bay. Clearwater Beach, number one beach destination in the world. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. 
All right, let's make our introductions here in studio. We've got attorney Millie Athanason. Welcome back in. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. Absolute pleasure having you as well. Family law, divorce law. We're going to talk about hiring criteria today. Yes. Yes, we are. So just what you need to look at when you're thinking about hiring an attorney. It's an important decision. Yes. Because a divorce process is not an overnight process. I mean, it can take anywhere from six months to 18 months, usually, to complete your divorce. Yeah. So you want to have somebody that's going to go that distance with you. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So we'll dive deeper into some of the dynamics, you know, the different scenarios that play out and hopefully avoid the situation where I've heard, uh, you know, the one party owed the other party X amount of dollars and they came in with uh, a big bag of pennies and said, here, (laughs) here's all the money. It's pennies, coins. You don't want coins, but there's the money. You didn't specify it had to be dollar bills or whatever, cryptocurrency, who knows. But yeah, avoid those types of situations that we've seen play out uh, over these years of hosting a radio show. Let's go to the line here, Doug. Levi's, Strategic Insurance, the insurance quarterback. Hey, Doug. Brandon, great day to be in Tampa Bay. And by the way, go Lightning, go Bolts. Eight That's nothing right. last night. That, that was a fun one to watch. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Um, Doug, lots of, lots of people are reaching out to the show. They're concerned. They're wondering, you know, hey, what's happening? I know you'd mentioned $2 billion losses uh, were uh, sustained by the uh, insurance companies last year. That's the, the underwriters, you know, taking a loss. And then some homeowners are receiving non-renewal notices. What, what's happening out there? Yeah, I mean it's it's a challenging market, Brandon. You got you you want an insurance quarterback going going to bat for you because it's uh, I've been in the business eighteen years and it's a challenging market. We still have plenty of carriers that are writing, but the requirements are getting harder. More more looking at roofs and a, a lot going on. So we'll definitely we can talk about that more later in the show. Yeah, absolutely. And then one of the things too is we've seen you know some of the different claims, and of course hurricane season is here. We're in the early part of hurricane season, but we already had uh, Claudette causing 12 deaths uh, in Alabama. And it was a, you know, a very, you know, in terms of hurricanes, it was a tropical storm. And then it, it had, you know, sustained winds uh, way less than we would normally see in, in a major hurricane. Uh, what, what's, what's your take on hurricane season here? What do we need to do? Yeah. So hurricane prep is super important. We, we always want to put that out to all our listeners out there. Uh, you know, just basic things like three days of food and water. Do you have your update? You know, do you have flashlights? Do you have batteries? Very simple things. Do you have a cell phone charger, uh, a portable cell phone charger? Are those things charged? Do you have your hands on important documents, whether you have them saved in your phone or Dropbox or Evernote or wherever? Those are very basic ones. People can go to our website at tampabayinsurance.com. We have a link on there uh, with all sorts of helpful info and hurricane prep checklists. So I definitely recommend people doing that. In terms of Claudette, that's kind of interesting and it's sad. You know, 13 people died and even though the wind wasn't really bad, Brandon, what happens a lot of times is when there's a lot of flooding and rain, which there was, you kind of get the flooding and the water mixing with the electricity and a lot of people can get electrocuted. So it's really important after a storm. uh, You know, you've got to be very mindful and aware of what's going on. Yeah, Everybody wants to kind of get back to their property or their yard or see what's going on, but you know, there may be a power line that's down that you're not able to see because of debris. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of times it's what happens. And, and I don't know for a fact, but my guess is some of that is what occurred up in Alabama. 
Yeah, it makes sense. You don't you don't really see it. It's it's a you know unnatural occurrence that does well. I wouldn't say unnatural, but it's something that doesn't happen every day. It's one of those situations where exactly. you know you you don't know what you don't know and you don't see, and then you see people on the news sometimes floating down in a canoe or something trying to help people out. So you're trying to be a good Samaritan. You're trying to get out there and help people, uh, but you, you just got to be very diligent about doing those types of activities. Yeah. A hundred percent. You definitely, you really need to be, be real mindful with that. The other big one that just in terms of like hurricane season and, and one that comes up in hurricane prep, is a lot of people have generators uh, and a lot of people aren't as used to or as familiar with using them. And maybe they're either not maintained properly or a lot of times people aren't uh, ventilating it properly. In other words, they may have the generator like in the garage and there's people that, you know, again, pass away or die because of carbon monoxide poisoning. So just all those things to say, you know, we live in a beautiful area by the water, no better place to be in January in most places in the world <laughs> than right here in uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. But, uh, you know, we face these storms in the summer. And so be prepared, get yourself educated, make sure you know what's going on. And, um, you know, those are all good tips for, for families and businesses out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing as well, I want to just kind of comment on an, a, a recent MSNBC article. It was talking about BlackRock. You know, a lot of these hedge fund buyers are coming in competing with uh, the American families. You know, the, a lot of times yeah. the, the American veteran, the veteran that served this country, mm-hmm. they're utilizing their certificate uh, that provides them 100% financing uh, in that situation. And these big hedge funds, essentially, they're uh, groups of people that pool their money together. Billions of dollars are competing and, and outbidding, in many cases, uh, homeowners in, in lots of uh, major areas across the country. And it's just a shame that you know they're they're doing that and they're beating out the first time home buyers. You know, on one <laughs> hand, you think, okay, yes, it's capitalism. That's you know, that's the highest better bidder type of situation. Uh, but it might be time for uh, you know the, the legislators to step in and, and kind of think about, hey, let's let's prioritize somehow some way in some manner to uh, prioritize first-time home buyers, uh, veterans, maybe even something like we saw back in 09 when they would only allow you know first-time buyers uh, 09, 08, back when you had the meltdown, you know they would allow they would open it up to first-time home buyers and certain people first before they would allow these cash buyers to rush in and buy properties. Do you remember that? I do. I think that's a great point. I'm all for capitalism, but you know, obviously it's your real house. The real estate market is really hot right now. I think across the country, Brandon, but especially in our area. And yeah, I mean, it, I'll say this as a taxpayer, it, it, it kind of breaks my heart to think of a veteran out there or yeah, the young first time home buyer really trying to, to compete in an already challenging marketplace, take, take BlackRock out. But then when you get that sort of level of you know sophistication and and frankly cash they can just throw that's uh it really seems to be an unfair scenario so i'm not a big government intervention guy but that may be one for for the you know the legislature to look at yeah absolutely and we're talking with doug levi here on the consumer quarterback show strategic insurance our local expert contributor for all things insurance by the way when is the last time you got a review of your policies you know you might be driving around out there listening on on am860 the answer uh, or, or maybe watching our tv show on on apple tv amazon roku but i just ask you this question you know as a consumer are you an informed consumer and as a homeowner, maybe business owner, I know Doug does different lines of, of uh, commercial and auto and different lines. But when is the last time you had a review, uh, Doug? And talk about your review process. And, and I believe you offer a little bit of an incentive as well with the gift card. 
Yeah, we do. So we do a $17 Amazon gift card, and we just offer that as an opportunity to review people's current coverage, right? So we want to take a look under the hood, make sure you're properly insured. A lot of times we find either gaps in coverage, we find out people don't have coverage they think they do, um, or they're paying more than they need to, or they're not taking advantage of all the discounts that they can have. So we love doing that. I love finding people money. I, I tell people all the time, listen, I know insurance is expensive. I pay a lot of money for insurance, right? Uh, but I love saving people money. And a lot of times our agents and teams are able to do that. We start with a comprehensive fact finder. We get information about your home, your autos, really whatever you want us to look at. And then we go and we bid it out to market. So we're an independent agency, Brandon. I'm not tied to any one carrier. We work with over 30 insurance carriers. We have a loan over 20 home insurance carriers. We have about 10 uh, um, auto carriers. And that's not even to talk about our business side. On our business side of the house, we have over 50 commercial carriers. But really, on the on the personal side, we've got about 30 carriers. So we go and we try and find best coverage, best rates. And then we have a process in place where we want to do that year over year for you, right? We actually talk about our account management team. They're called clients for life advocates because that's what we want our clients to know. Like, we want to be your agency and your solution for life. And so we, we work really hard on that. We try and take the best care of people we can. And um, I would encourage all the listeners, yeah, go to com. You can go right on there. You can even text or live chat with our team, and we'd love to set up a protection review. Yeah, and, and one of the things also that's very topical right now is, uh, you know, we had recently we had uh, Pinellas County – property appraiser Mike Twitty on the program, and it was really interesting. He wrote a white paper, uh, which is going to be basically turn into legislation. It, it, it could potentially turn into law. It's going to be voted on in 22. Uh, but essentially what he wrote the paper was about the 50% rule. So if you live in a flood zone, you have this 50% rule. You can't improve uh, 50% of the value. You, you, you would get hit with certain taxes if you do. He's basically saying, hey, let's rethink this. Let's allow people to elevate their properties. Maybe it's a, a property that's not on a slab or sometimes even with a slab, they can raise them up. Um, so flood insurance, elevation certificates, the 50% rule, Doug, just wanted to get your opinion on those types of topics. A great point. So again, I've been in the business 18 years, and I will throw out to the listeners, and I've seen it a handful of times, it is pretty hard to do. There's something known as a letter of map revision. And to kind of Mike Twitty's point, your point, maybe a little, Brandon, like we see clients sometime who are buying a home, and maybe like the back half of their backyard is in a flood zone. Right. Just like the bat, like, like we're not even talking, you know, 50, 50 or 100 feet, but because of the way everything gets recorded and reviewed and the certificate, that person would be considered in the flood zone. Right. So, you know, you've got the majority of the land in the house isn't in a flood zone, but it's kind of an all or none. So there is a process to work through that now. It is very challenging to do. I will say that something you have to do with FEMA, an agent like myself can help. But I think that would be a very common sense approach, right? Like, if most of my home and lot is not in a flood zone or there's a smaller area that is, why should I have to pay the same exact rate as if my entire property were in a flood zone? And uh, I think we need that. You know, there's yeah. no doubt. I will say the flood insurance program in general is definitely broken overall at the federal level. They are in debt. Uh, it, it's not actuarially sound, in other words. I mean, the government continues to print money, right? We've yep. talked about that, but to, so they've tried doing reforms and obviously raising rates and things, but I think there needs to be some more common sense approaches, maybe some tax credits to help people retrofit their house right? so that it could get elevated. Why couldn't we think about that, right? Like, let's give people incentives 
to actually do some things to their home that could maybe potentially elevate their home, help get them out of the flood zone, which would long-term save the government money because it comes from FEMA, (laughs) and also stimulate the economy, putting people to work. So I think those would be great things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the NFIP program, National Flood Insurance Program, was uh, yep. devastated by Superstorm Sandy years ago. And by the yeah. way, it was in the Northeast. It wasn't Florida, like always. you always think about Florida with the hurricanes, Louisiana, Texas. No, 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 South in the Carolinas. This one hit Northeast. So let's, let's yeah. think about raising their rates and, and maybe making it an equal playing field. Doug, that's about our time here for today. Final thought, uh, TampaBayInsurance.com is his website. Final thought to you, Doug. Yeah, I think just get out there and be prepared. I, I mean, I looked at myself this weekend, and I was running around with my kids at Home Depot grabbing some stuff, right? You know, this is stuff I, I talk about, I teach on. I'm like, man, where am I at? Like, are my batteries, are my flashlights, do I have lanterns? Do And I've got a little kind of bug-out box, emergency kit, and all that. But, you know, now's the time, really, to kind of get yourself prepared. Don't be that last-minute person that's, you know, struggling because you don't have you know, enough water or canned goods and things like that. So I think that's really a big one is just get yourself prepared because we're just early on in the season. I mean, the fact we've already seen some storms is big. Our season really, really hits really like kind of August, September. So now's the time to get prepared. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Doug. We appreciate you spending some time with us. All right, guys. TampaBayInsurance.com. Check them out online. Coming up, Millie Athanason, attorney Millie Athanason, that is here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to talk about those hiring criteria, what questions to ask, and what questions to consider when you're hiring an attorney. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, giving a shout-out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. If you're looking to add irrigation to your real estate properties, reach out to Chad Irrigation and, and uh, the team 
over there. They do such a great job. I can tell you from firsthand experience, they did a great job on my property. Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation, they can access your uh, lakes and pond water and and put it into your uh, sprinkler system and saving you money by not pumping out the uh, city water. Chad Irrigation, longtime friends of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we got a hot property listing here in Tampa Bay. Uh, we've got a property at 1602 East MLK. This is a body shop available for sale. Corner lot location, Gill's Body Shop. 45 years in business, great reputation, cash business, cash cow here at 1602 East MLK Body Shop right here in Tampa Bay. We've got a big uh, building plus a corner lot location, lots of parking. And you can see all of our listings at Platinum MVP Team. Team.kw.com. All right, we've got attorney Millie Thanison in studio here, Millie, and I think that's a great topic for today is when you're hiring an attorney, what questions to ask, what things to consider, where do we begin? So one of the things I think you should do if you're contemplating a divorce or you think your spouse is contemplating a divorce, I would say shop early for an attorney okay. because the attorney is going to give you some advice on, you know, documents to start collecting fact finding that you may need to do. Once the process starts, everybody kind of hoards everything and takes it from the other. So it's hard to access things. So while you still have that opportunity, I say shop early. Yeah. And this way, you know, you have someone on your side. So you're not scrambling at the 11th hour. So I, w- I would do that. I would ask around. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, yes, you can hire somebody off of a, a Facebook ad or a Uh, a billboard or something, but usually the best attorneys are ones that are found through referrals from someone else, either a client or even another attorney that practices in a different area. Those are usually your, your more skilled attorneys. So I would definitely ask around for, for that. Yep. Um, I would choose a skilled individual I mean, yes, you can get somebody that graduated law school, you know, a few months ago, or you can get somebody with a lot of experience. And it's not just a lot of experience, but you want people that have specifically experience in trying family law cases, because by trying a case, that attorney knows things that the judges are going to be looking for and things that are going to be relevant. So they're going to have a much bigger knowledge base mm-hmm. in order to help you and represent your interests. And they're also going to be able to get give you good advice because obviously if the attorney has appeared before Judge X, you know, 15 times this year, that attorney is going to have some decent knowledge as to what that particular judge that's assigned on your case is, is going to be requiring. Because, right. you know, keep in mind, Family law is a court of equity. So it's not like, you know, when you have a contract, you look inside the four corners of the contract. And if it's not in writing, it's just not a part of the contract. Right. Well, with a divorce, it's different because a judge is looking to create justice and they can look. It's not a contract. So the court can look at several factors and the judge in family law cases has a certain amount of discretion based upon the facts. So if you know that, then I think it's very important to know who the judge is. Mm. And and hopefully that attorney will, will know that. I always advocate meeting the lawyer. Uh, don't just call the office and say, well, yeah, I, I want them to represent me. Uh, where do I sign? 
I would take the time to interview that lawyer just as well as we interview the the client. Whether I know with the pandemic, things were a little bit different, but even if you meet on a Zoom video conference, that's still somewhat of a face-to-face meeting. But you need to get a feel for that attorney. Every attorney has a different personality, and they say that like clients should hire like lawyers. Yeah, right. So somebody that gels with you. That they, you understand their philosophy, you understand what their expectations are, yeah, and they understand yours. Because you're going to be setting a relationship that could be, like you said, six to eighteen months, uh, you know, a year and a half or so potentially. You're going to be working with that person closely. It's going to be a situation where there's a lot on the line, so you want to make sure you ask those questions, make sure your personalities mesh, and put the team together. Let's continue this conversation yes. on the other side. Uh, follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on uh, Twitter and. Instagram, uh, also Brandon Rhymes Realty on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can see a lot of information there, consumerqb.com. More with attorney Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We love to help our sellers profit more on the sale of their real estate properties. Uh, We do that by featuring their properties live on air on our syndicated radio and TV program. I've got lots of vacant land available, uh, so I'm just going to mention a couple of properties here. Uh, Let's say like out in East Hillsborough County, let's say you wanted to buy some acreage. I've got 4.8 acres at 6513 South County Line Road. Uh, out in Plant City. This is a great opportunity. Build your dream home. Have a nice pole barn or outbuilding. Five acres. Great opportunity to live that rural lifestyle here in Tampa Bay. Uh, also, commercial properties available here in Tampa Bay as well. 516 Alt 19. This is in Palm Harbor, right there close to Ozona. 516 Alt 19. You could build your uh, commercial property there. Great opportunity. You could also have a residential component with that. We've got plans for that property as well. And uh, I've got lots of vacant land, other properties available, 41 acres on Hamlin Road up in uh, Pasco County. So you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And giving a shout out to Discovery Golf Cars here in Tampa Bay. I've got my beautiful Keller Williams Red Golf Cart. I love taking around the neighborhoods, taking the dogs for a ride, visiting neighbors, and just having a great time. Sometimes driving it up to LBC, the local brewing company there. But uh, golf cars are a big part of uh, life in Tampa Bay. People love it. They've got the Easy Go, the Star EV, the Cushman. Uh, they offer new and pre-owned. They can also rent or buy, and they offer financing and mobile repair. Say hello to our friends at Discovery Golf Cars. Check them out online. Discovery. Golf 
golfcars.com and make sure you let them know you heard about them right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show and take them up on those special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we're having a great conversation with Attorney Millie Thanison here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, between the breakout, we were just kind of talking a little bit briefly there. So I know in real estate, people, when they're looking to hire a real estate agent, they say, well, how many deals did you close? What, what kind of volume did you do? And, you know, so we're in the top 1% that, put, that puts us over 20 million in volume every year and close to 100 deals. We're doing more on and off market properties now. But what's if I ask that question as well to an attorney, you know, what are some of the questions that they should ask? How do you gauge, you know, a, a great attorney from a mediocre or average attorney? Yes. So, you know, their experience would be the the main thing. How knowledgeable are they about the area of law? You know, and since family law is a court of equity, a judge is not going to give one party everything and the other party nothing. Okay. Okay. So you can't just, it's not like in a personal injury case where, oh, you know, we got a a $6 million settlement or something. Yeah, it doesn't work that way in in family law court. Because even if there's a $6 million settlement, I can assure you that both parties want the $6 million each, you know, but we've got to take that $6 million and now divide it up. Right. You know, because we're taking one household and turning it into two. So it's a lot different scenario than, um, you know, selling volume or amounts of settlements or something like that. Sure. So that's something to keep in mind. How knowledgeable is that attorney? What strategies are they going to be able to put together Mm. to help me? get what I want. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to communicate what your expectations or hopes are. I always ask at an initial consultation, what would you like to see happen? Right. What what outcome are you desiring? Because number one, I want to know if it's realistic. Right. If it's not, then I need to tell them, ooh, that's not likely to happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> But even so, I need to know what to ask for. What am I going to ask for? If, and if we're in negotiations, yep. we need to know that. And I think that's another thing. Your attorney needs to be a skilled negotiator as well Bingo. as a trial advocate. Yes. Because you know that in every divorce case, or I would say the majority of them, you're going to go to mediation. And that's a settlement conference. And you want to make the most of that time. So you want to know, you know, what is the most that you think you can get from the other side in a Mm -hmm. negotiations? And then you weigh that top number against what you think an outcome in court would be. Mm -hmm. And then you can make an educated decision as to whether or not you should accept what's on the table or not. Right. So, you know, knowing that your attorney can do both, that they've got a strategy and a game plan. Yeah. That to me is key. Um, accessibility. I think that is probably the largest complaint I hear about lawyers in general. You know, my lawyer never calls me back. My lawyer's never there. I've never seen my lawyer. I don't know who my lawyer is. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> yeah. Right. What's her name again? Yeah. The, the same thing in real estate. That's, yes. That's a big feedback thing. Yes. So, you know, you want to know what is the office policy as to, you know, if I call you, are you going to call me back that day? The next day, how was that going to work? So like in, in my practice, if I'm not readily available, I always instruct my assistant, please set them for a phone conference. So we've got a date and time certain so they know they're going to get a call back. Right. So they're not just sitting there hanging like, well, gee, I wonder if she's going to call or not. 
Right. So that's one thing that you want to have is accessibility. Are they, if the client is an emailer, as opposed, because some people like to write as opposed to talking. The mode of conversation, text, email, conversation on the phone. Right. Uh, and then going to your previous point is uh, one, of, one of the great negotiators, I actually had him on the show, is an FBI hostage negotiator, uh, former FBI hostage negotiator. Uh, he, he talked to, I think it was uh, one of the real estate coaches, and, and the number one takeaway from this, this hour-long video or interview yeah. was, uh, for me at least, was never let your client not know when you're going to talk to them again. You right. know, so so it's hey we're, I know we're wrapping up this conversation now about the inspections but you know why don't we touch base next Friday does does a morning or afternoon better for you okay 11 a.m. it is yes that way they're always in the loop and they know when they're going to talk to you yes and this way they feel like you know you care about them exactly I think that's the biggest thing you know clients just think if you don't hear from the lawyer then they don't give a hoot about your case yes um, you know yes we're all busy we have a case volume we have to meet those demands, but you always need to have some form of communication. Even if it's a a shout out email, here's what's going on. This happened. We got this today. Yeah. Some type of communication. And on that note, when it comes to communication, I always recommend getting a confidential email. Don't use your work email because that's not confidential. And Make sure that, you know, because a lot of times your spouses know your passwords to your account. Mm -hmm. So I always tell them, set up a different email account so that any type of conversation that we have in the email is going to be confidential and and privileged. Yes. Um, Look for warning signs when you're interviewing an attorney. If the attorney is sitting there at the initial conference you know, getting up every two seconds, um, I, I got to go do this, I got to go do that. Or they're sitting there checking their text messages and emails on their phone while the the conference is going on. I don't know, but that says to me that you're really not that interested in my particular situation. You're right. just looking at me as another case file in your filing cabinet. And so you want to have somebody that's going to interact with you, that's going to ask you questions about what you're saying, is going to give you some advice, is going to plan. So that's, as I said, look for those warning signs and you'll know that's one of the reasons you want to meet with them Yes, is because you want to know what kind of person they are. Yeah. And there's something big to be said about that in the Skype world that we live in and went through, you mm-hmm. know, to get face to face, to be knee to knee, to eye to eye. You know, there's this thing called neural resonance that develops when you're looking face to face and you're developing uh, and you're talking and you're and you're having a conversation. You're able to, uh, you know, utilize negotiation strategies better. Yes. And you're also going to have better inclinations on uh, their motives. They're going to pick up on clues and tells better. It's all negotiation 101. Well, and for me, I'm assessing while I'm sitting there talking. Talking to them and they're talking back. I'm assessing, well, what kind of a witness are they going to be when we go to court? Right. Because if they're not going to be a good witness, I need to know that. Yes. So, Ask them the hard questions now. That way, when <laughs> yeah. it comes to, to the go time, to the money time. We're, we're running out of time here, yeah. Millie. What's your final thought and how can people best get in touch with you? Oh, well, my, my um, advice would be don't let cost be your sole factor in making a determination as to who to select for legal representation. Um, People are always saying, well, I want, you know, the best deal or the cheapest. That isn't necessarily the best for you. Right. And to get in touch with me, my number is 1-833-ASK-MILLIE or 727-376-9100. 
Okay, 833-ASK-MILLIE. Yes. And then also athanisonlaw.com. Is my website. We're just getting ready in the next couple of weeks to launch a new website. Awesome. Yes. Cool. Well, that's yes. always exciting in a business. Yes, it is. Awesome. Fun stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for coming in. Those are great thank nuggets you. of advice. We really appreciate that. Uh, thank you again, Attorney Millie Athanison Law Offices, uh, Millicent Athanison, athanisonlaw.com. Thank you. And we'll be right back. We're going to talk with Jackson Shimbakar here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to talk about alternative investment opportunities, cryptocurrencies, precious metals, and more here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check us out online, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Ryan. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right to the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7377. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Thanks for hanging out with us, spending some time here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'd love to help you win in any marketplace as we say. Any questions, comments with the show, we'd love to connect with you. 813-750-0550. Five five zero. You can call or text the hotline. It's eight one three seven five zero zero five five zero. You used to call me on my. We love it when the hotline rings. You can also hit consumerqb.com. A plethora of information on our website consumerqb.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors. Over fifty different categories of consumer advocate content and advice right here on the program. Seventeen eighty Clearwater Largo Road. This is one of our commercial listings that we have listed uh, with our team, the Platinum MVP team. At Keller Williams Realty, we love to help our sellers profit more and sell faster. 1780 Clearwater Largo Road is a property that we've got for sale over in Pinellas County. Great opportunity right here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, every day we tell you something good here in our feel-good story of the day. Tell me something good. 
This is God's Miracle Baby, world's most premature baby, given 0% odds of survival, celebrates his first birthday. Baby born under 1, 21 weeks, uh, just celebrated the first birthday. According to Guinness Book of World Records, premature baby in the world, Richard Scott William Hutchinson was born at a age of 21 weeks and two days, making him 131 days premature. And it's uh, basically, it says, the article goes on to say that the normal gestational period is 40 weeks. Uh, so he was born in June 5th, 2020. Uh, Children's Minnesota Hospital in Minneapolis and his mother, Beth Hutchinson, uh, suffered medical complications that caused her to go into labor. Uh, so the baby weighed just 11.9 ounces. That's 0.74 pounds. And that was an interesting story, but it, it goes on to talk about how they were you know, finally discharged. And it truly taught me, uh, he's quoted as saying, it truly taught me what it means to be resilient. And every time I look at him, I'm just reminded how strong, how amazing all these little beautiful babies are. That's the mother uh, being quoted. So there's our feel-good story of the day. All right, we welcome in Jackson Shimbakar. Welcome in, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Hey, my pleasure. So we like to talk about alternative investment options, uh, opportunities out there, precious metals from time to time. We talk about the Federal Reserve, the securities, uh, the uh, Treasury Department, you know, printing trillions of dollars. It's having a lot of people concerned. Hey, what's happening? There's $2 trillion worth of pork floating out there. And especially your generation, even more uh, than, than my generation, per se, is embracing cryptocurrencies more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the generational divide is certainly there. I think that millennials and Gen Z especially are, are really, really focused on this crypto thing, and they think it's a very good idea. And at, at, at the least of anything, it can just be something that you can throw a little bit of your net worth in. It could be something that's a fun investment, and it has a potential for serious growth. And I think that the more young people I talk to versus the, the older generations, I haven't seen as many people that are opposed to cryptocurrencies. Right. And it just seems, as we keep going down this journey called life, it just seems more and more people are being accepting to it, more accepting to it. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really is uh, amazing to me. I mean, of course, it's a very volatile, very risky investment, and yet all of the Gen Z people I'm talking to, I don't see a single person saying that they are upset with the risk factor and, and they love it. So Yeah. Now, now, talk about the recent Bitcoin breach. Yeah. So there was a big breach that happened about a week ago. It was with a big oil pipeline. There was a big corporation. And basically what happened was there was a company called The Dark Side. And it's a, it's a very ironic, but the, the, the company called The Dark Side is they're a group of very sophisticated hackers. And what they did is they got together and their main job is to hack into corporations and they'll set up various things, of course, highly illegal, but these guys are very good at what they do and that's, that's their job, right? So they use, use different hacks and they get into something. So there was an affiliate that asked them to hack into this company and they said basically that The Dark Side receives 15%. And that's all they do. They take a small cut and they stay away from it, but they're very good at what they do and they take their 15 and they enjoy it. So what the hack was, was 85% that goes to this, these affiliates and they hacked into a major oil corporation. And this is, this is really hitting us on the East Coast. Of course, we've seen the very big spike in the last week. We've got regular gas going for almost $3 right now mm -hmm. and in premium almost 4 right? And these numbers are going to continue to climb because what happened was this breach, it was a very big breach. And what happened was a ransom was set up for 65 Bitcoin. And that is approximately $4.4 million. Wow. And so what this corporation is forced to do is you have to either pay the ransom or you face these big, big penalties, right? And in a billion-dollar business, the only thing you can do is pay the ransom. And that's what these guys do. And that's why the, the dark side, this corporation that targets people, they target corporations for a reason. They're not target, targeting individuals because it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. The only way you're going to get $4.4 million in a 24-hour period is if you target the big corporations. And they're okay with that. Yeah. And what the corporations did is they paid the $65 million, of course. But then a big case gets opened up and the FBI has to look into it. But everyone complains, okay, because Bitcoin is secure. So how can we track a $65 million ransom that has been paid if Bitcoin is fully secure, fully private, and fully irreversible? And what the FBI did was they had access to the private key. 
Mm. And this is a very big deal because it sets up what is something called a breach. And now to the retail investor, that is going to be something very serious. But anyone that actually knows anything about crypto knows that it's not really a breach in the system. It's just simple fundamentals. So what the FBI did is they had access to this private key. And that basically means that they had, think of it this way, a public and a private passcode to an email account. They just had the private passcode. Mm. And that's all that means. And, and the way the FBI got access to that, that that's no, no here nor there. What they did was they had the access and they got the coins back. And meaning that if you have access to the, key, to the keys, you own the coins. And yeah. there's a phrase that's called no keys, no coins. So they were able to pull back some of that money. I think you said 65 Bitcoins. It yes. was about $4.4 million. $4.4 million at the time of the transaction. And, yes. and then the business decision also, I've heard it said, we, we have um, someone else on the show that was talking about this. So the business decision becomes either pay the ransom <laughs> or you, you could possibly rebuild uh, and re, re uh I forgot what the terms were, where they were going into those files. They had all their separate files. They basically were locked out of all their files and functions. Correct. So exactly. they could have tried to access a backup, but the time, effort, and energy would have been very costly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was over 5,500 miles of pipeline that ended up being shut down as a result of this. And these, these are huge repercussions because yeah. the, the company has the decision. Of course, they can decide to not pay the ransom, right? But if they do that, and it's only $4.4 million, and of course that sounds like a lot, but to a corporation, that's nothing. That's yeah. a drop in the bucket when it's a billion-dollar company. Yeah. So these companies have to decide, let's stop production, right. or let's pay the ransom and let's continue production. Yeah. And so they always end up choosing the latter. They have to. Yeah. And so as a result, the FBI was able to track the private key and not reverse the transaction, but create a new transaction. That's, oh, the, okay. that's the pivotal thing. Nothing gets reversed. Hmm. If it's on the blockchain, it's set. So the blockchain doesn't break. Nothing, nothing is inherently wrong with this so-called breach. It's simply the FBI doing their job and doing what is legal to counteract the illegal transaction. And that, that's that's all that happened. Wow. So that's interesting. If you just join us, we're talking with Jackson Shimbakar here on the Consumer <laughs> Quarterback Show. Uh, we talk a lot about currencies uh, with Jackson and different movement in that market. What's the latest movement? And Because we know we've, we've heard about Elon Musk and, and some of the other big players even starting their own cryptocurrencies like Mike – or not not Elon. He, he was invested in it. But uh, Mark Cuban and some of the other influencers starting their own currencies, cryptocurrencies. What's happening in that space? Yeah, really what all these guys are – and. I mean, I always like to, to regard Elon because I, I truly believe that he's one of the smartest thinkers in our in our generation right now. Yep. But these big players, it's, it's almost going back to 2017. It's They're trying to get a piece of crypto. And why would you not? It, it's 2017. We're in the heat of the bull market. Go for it. Yep. But what's happening right now is the price action is certainly down. We were bouncing between the 30K and 40K range for over a month, it seems like. And what happened was in a span of just a week, we hit the 40K mark. So it was a very big bull indicator. But a lot of people knew that this was a false threshold and we were going to fall back down. And we certainly did. And so right after hitting the 40K and breaking out on the top end, we just hit 29K. And so at the time of recording this, it's now 29K. And so we've got, of course, it's as simple as up or down, right? 50-50. <laughs> but um, the, big, the big change right now is that we might see 25K very soon. I mean, I'm still very confident in the long run. I mean, we still have a very slim chance at six figures this year, but it's looking like a bear market may be in place right now, which is very interesting. I mean, anyone holding it, I advise to, if it's in, if it's in Bitcoin or Ethereum, simply hold. That's it. I mean, it'll be back in four years. We all know about the cycles by now. 210,000 blocks of stuff gets halved. It's very simple, right? So I think just hold if you have the means to do it. And the golden rule in crypto is that you only invest what you can, you can afford to lose, right? Yep. So if, if you abide by that rule and you're still comfortable, you're not going to lose any sleep at night, I say simply hold. If you are... 
then by all means, you have to sell, right? Because I do think this price yeah. is falling, but of course, it's not staying there for the long time. Yeah, you got to be patient with these types of investments. If it's not something that's your daily bread, you know, it's something that you're using on a daily basis. And, the, and then the other thing that we hear a lot of times is about, you know, these unprecedented scenarios. You know, you have these black swans that come out, uh, you know, a black swan for someone who's not, uh, you know, familiar with that term. It's like, you know, the towers at 9-11, you know, getting knocked down, the towers, plane flying into towers. Uh, it's uh, the, the invention of the Internet would be considered a black swan. There, there's a lot of things that, that could be considered black swans. And, you know, when you look at the pandemic, a lot of people said, OK, well, that was interesting. It shut down our whole economy, the political divide. Of course, it was an election year. You know, when you saw the rise of BLM and these types of things as well, it all happened in an election year. Uh, but right now, with with the market fundamentals for real estate, for example, that's my expertise. I know real estate. A lot of some people in Florida are saying, hey, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait for prices to come down. Yeah. I'll say, OK, great. Well, you're going to be waiting for a long <laughs> yeah, yeah. time. You know, there's, of course. there's unprecedented movement yeah. from blue states to red states like yep. Governor Ron DeSantis running our state as a business, common sense. People are moving here. They're overwhelmingly registering as Republican. They say, hey, this is this is a business state. This is a state that has common sense. So we have a lot of these refugees coming down and, and buying at unprecedented yeah. uh, pace. So, but, but when it comes to Bitcoin, that's out of my expertise. Do you see that kind of stuff playing into that cryptocurrency space? Absolutely. I really do. I think exactly what you were talking about. A lot of the people take the advantages of the sales cuts in Florida and everything and uh, tax cuts, excuse me. Um, but uh, everything, all that plays into crypto, right? The, the fact that this is not a regulatory entity is very, very huge. And the government has to take a stand on this very soon because what's happening is that a lot of money is being transferred through these things. Right. A lot, a lot of money. And the more that these people turn to decentralized exchanges and coin mixers and these various things that are still legal, right. the more more that's not being accounted for by the government. And this is very huge. This is this is getting to the point where this could very well get to one percent. And again, that seems very minuscule, but in the government's eyes, that is massive. One I mean, percent really, of of the entire circulation, circulation right? of money. Circulation of money. Okay. Now, of course, we're not anywhere near there yet. Okay, but we could. It's not out of the picture to say that we could be there in 2025 at next cycle. Right, and that's very, very big, and that's something that the government has to step up to. The SEC said it themselves that one of their number one priorities is figuring out how to properly regulate crypto. Yeah, and it's a very, very complex topic because if you were to go about it, the the, the issue then becomes enforcement because you could set laws in place, but if you don't have have strings in place to combat something like a coin mixer, then you're going to have no idea what to do. And uh, to, to dive more into that, decentralized exchanges and coin mixers, what I'm talking about is a coin mix mixer, essentially, so the Bitcoin blockchain operates not on a fully anonymous scale, but a pseudo-anonymous, uh, pseudo-anonymous scale, okay. which means that these transactions are, are present and transparent, but not fully private. And okay. that's, a, that's a very different scenario. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. What's the best place for people to find you? How can they get in they touch can, with you? They uh, can check me out on Instagram. It's at Jackson Shembakar. At Jackson Shembakar yes. on Instagram. All right, good stuff. Hey, thanks for bringing that in uh, for the show today. Excellent stuff. Keep up the good work out there. Yeah, thanks a lot. And thanks to our listeners, our viewers, our team behind the scenes putting the show together. We greatly appreciate you hanging out with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page as well. And as we always say, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness do something kind for one another be a force for good in the community we'll see you next time right here on the consumer quarterback show you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play 
Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.